coming to you from deep inside the bowels of a great big empty. Get ready for another episode of The Home Defense Show with Skip Coriel. How do we look? Am I sufficiently awesome? <laughs> okay, folks, welcome to the Home Defense Show. This is your host, Skip Coriel. Man, I am really tired. I am tired of so many things. <laughs> I mean, I got like nine hours sleep last night. I should not feel tired. But it's like my spirit is tired. <laughs> emotionally exhausted uh, I'm like drained this whole political season I am really not enjoying it I'm just not it's it's taxing it's draining it's like you know what it's like it just came to me you ever watch Harry Potter you know, those Death Eaters from uh, Azkaban, they, they come, they're these ethereal ghost-like creatures. They come up, they get right next to your face, and they start sucking the energy from you. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like politicians are Death Eaters, and they're all coming in. They're sucking the emotions and the spirit and the life right out of me. And I'm ready to be done with it. But you know what, folks? We're never going to be done with it. We're never going to be done with it. I have lost friends over this election cycle. I didn't try to. All I did was disagree with them. And they couldn't handle that, even though I did it in a nice way. I'm trying to be uh, sensitive. I'm trying to be tolerant. But you know what? You get to the point where you have to make a choice. And personally, I think we're, we're beyond that point. We're beyond that point where you have to make a choice. We should have made the choice long ago to stand up and say, hey, what you're doing is wrong. You can't do that. But we didn't. You know, re remember uh, Barack Obama, his, his first term, right? He was still campaigning. And he says, I will fundamentally change America. He did. <laughs> he fundamentally changed America. Or America allowed itself to be fundamentally changed, depending on how you look at it. But I don't necessarily like the America that we have now. I really don't. Uh, I'm old enough to remember what the old America was like, and I liked the old America better. I mean, I, uh, I remember as a kid, this would have been back in the 60s, right? You know, late 60s. And, uh, you know, my dad was a factory worker. He was a union guy. At that time, he was a Democrat. And uh, very vocal, very outspoken. 
and things were different back then. Uh, no one locked their doors. Um, there, there was no need to. Um, we never lost our car keys because they were always in the ignition. Uh, it was just different, right? And I remember as a kid growing up in rural America, no one would even knock on the door. They just open the door and walk in. Someone, if you wanted to visit our house, you just stepped up to the door, you turn the knob, you open it up, you walked in and, and people would, would come into the kitchen where mom and dad were sitting down. They had the, this old uh, red Formica tabletop with a little silver flax, or, you know, in it, you know, from like the fifties, right? And uh, they'd sit down and, and your mom or dad would say, hey, you want a cup of coffee? You go, oh yeah, sure, they'd get a cup of coffee. And they'd sit there and they would talk about, uh, they'd talk about religion, they'd talk about politics, they talk about whatever, right? And sometimes it would become heated and, uh, and people would raise their voices and yeah, well, if you believe that, you're just stupid, you're dumber than a box of rocks, you know, and all this stuff. And they'd go back and forth. And then 45 minutes later, conversation would die down and, uh, the guy'd get up and say, "Well, see you tomorrow," <laughs> and walk out. And the next day, come back, and it would start all over again. But what I miss is civility. I really miss civility. Uh, you know, it's like back then, you were free to voice your thoughts, your feelings, your opinions, your politics, your religion, and people wouldn't punish you for it. Now, it's not like that. Now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm conservative. I'm very conservative. Okay. I love Donald Trump. I think he's great. Okay. And, and I'm, I, I know I'm, I'm supposed to preface that with, okay, I hate his tweets. I wish he wouldn't tweet so much. You know what? He's a package deal. Okay, if, if Donald Trump didn't make those tweets, then he also wouldn't keep all his promises. He's bold, he's brash. You gotta take, take him the way he is. You say, well, you know, I love his policies. I like what he's done. I like what he's gonna do, but I don't like him as a person. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it's the way that it is. And, uh, so what? So what? At this point, what I want is, is I want someone who's going to watch out for my kid's future. And I see the way our country's headed and I don't like it. It's scary. Um, my wife, she's scared to death. Uh, you know, my wife and I, we have diametrically opposed personalities. My wife is a runner and I'm a fighter. You know that fight or flight reflex? My wife is like, flee. <laughs> and I'm going, kick some ass, okay? <laughs> Somewhere between the two of us, there's a good balance. And I think Sarah and I, we balance each other out. You know, right now she's doing all kinds of research and you know, where can we move? If everything goes south, you know, because she's worried about, you know, what if Biden wins? What, you know, Gretchen Whitmer, you know, uh, you know, all this stuff, you know. And 
I'm thinking, listen, we stand, we fight. And uh, I'm not talking about taking up arms against the government, you know, like those uh, militia guys did. We don't need to do that because we have the ballot box. We still do have the freedom of speech. Okay, what well, you may not feel like you do, but you do say, well, Skip, if I make, if I wear a, a Donald Trump hat, you know, a mega hat, somebody will beat me up. Well, hey, that's why God made pepper spray, right? Someone tries to beat you up, you, you hit him in the face with pepper spray, takes the wind out of their sails, or you get some open-handed skills, or you carry a gun, okay? You are responsible for your own self-defense. What is not an option in my mind is to just shut up. It's like, well, what if someone thinks I'm a bad person? <laughs> if that's who you are, aren't you a little bit of a wimp? I mean, how can you respect yourself? Oh, I can't say anything. The vast majority of people they won't say anything because they're sheep. It's like, no, if I say that, uh, I won't get along with that person. I just need to go along to get along. Well, what, what happens when the people that you're trying to get along with are unreasonable? What happens when they're socialist? Uh, what happens when they wanna take away your freedom? They've already taken away your freedom because you handed it over to them on a silver platter by saying, you know, my reputation, what people think about me and feel about me is more important than standing up and what's doing and doing what's right. It's a moral issue for me. And, uh, you know, ever since the far left discovered that good conservatives value their reputations more than their morality, they have owned us. They have owned us. Because all they have to do is say, hey, if you think this, you're not a good person. You know, if you, if you don't wear a mask, you're not a good person. If you say these words, you're not a person. If you say black instead of African-American, you're not a good person. You know, there, there's, uh, what was the, the latest one on uh, I saw in the news, I think it was just yesterday, was some Hawa Hawaiian senator said to Amy Coney Barrett, um, you, you referred to, uh, you know, sexual preference, okay, instead of LGBTQ, ABC, soup, whatever, okay? If you don't subscribe to their way of thinking, to their philosophy, to their terminology, then you are a bad person. Once they figured that out, everything else just fell into place because it's, they keep changing the terminology. You know, so it's like, how do you keep up with this? <laughs> they can't even keep up with it. It's like taking, taking on a life of its own. So if you don't know, every time you open your mouth, you go, wow, am I saying the wrong thing? Am I saying the right thing? Am I going to get crap for this? If that's your primary way of thinking, 
What are you going to say? Not a damn word. You're not going to say anything because your, your reputation is more important than doing the right thing or saying the right thing. We need to go back in time and remember our grandpa, our great grandpa. What would they say if they were resurrected right now? <laughs> I know my, my grandpa. <laughs> oh man, he would have a field day with this. He'd say, what do you mean I can't say that? I just did. <laughs> Very outspoken. The older, older generation. Yeah, I'm really disappointed in our, uh, our, our golden age people right now. Because it's like, you know, and I'm almost one of those people now. I'm 63, right? But people in 70s and 80s, they bought into all this crap that you can't say certain things or you can't say what you feel. Um, you can't wear uh, what you want. You can't have a Trump sign in your front yard or whatever. Folks, you have been enslaved by chains of your own making. You fell into it. You bought it hook, line, and sinker. And that saying, you deserve the government that you elect is true. It's time for everyone everywhere. Reach down, grab some scrot, squeeze hard till you find some manhood there and say, you know what? I'll say what I want to say. I don't care if you think I'm a bad person. I really don't care. And you have to mean it. That, that's the thing, you have to mean it. Because if you're faking it, people will know. You'll back down. Don't back down. Don't back down. Um, be nice about it. I mean, hey, you and I have a very civil discourse here, right? Funny how that works with a one-way conversation. But, uh, you know, it's just time, folks. It's past time. It's way overdue. It really, really is. And, uh, and I think that's why the far left hates Donald Trump so much. Because he will not submit. He won't submit. Okay, there's nothing outrageous about his views. They are they're old school, traditional American views. What are his views? Don't kill babies in the womb. What's so outrageous about that? This whole woman's choice thing, you know, what is the woman choosing? I'm choosing to con have control of my own body and the body that's inside you growing, right? There's nothing uh, outrageous about being pro-life, okay? Uh, what else is he about? He's about, hey, Second Amendment. I have the right to keep in arms. I can protect myself, right? I tell you folks, it's going crazy and it's gonna get worse. It really, really is. Um, just yesterday, where was that shooting? Was it in Philadelphia? There was a man uh, walking around being unruly with a, with a knife in the neighborhood. So the neighborhood people call 911, the cops come. 
and they warned him over and over and over again put the knife down put the knife down he charges them with the knife and they shoot him and now they're burning down the city in what universe does that make sense what were they supposed to do get stabbed die be burned stabbed to death on the altar of political correctness simply because the man was black but one of my biggest fears being attacked not by a man but by a black man because I'm white okay and it's like there, there's the uh, the legal aspect of deadly force but there's also the political aspect of deadly force and that's why I have firearms legal protection you should too okay <laughs> go to firearmslegal.com slash midwest tactical check it out and go to center shot indoor gun range where it's always a perfect 70 degrees now one more point here i don't want to go too far but you know my classes are going berserk right now they're going crazy simply because people are scared to death and rightly so you know what if you're living in America right now and you're just a common Joe a middle-class kind of guy you should be terrified because it's never been like this before not in our lifetimes okay I'm doing like 250 students a month basic concealed carry classes 10 years ago Everybody, all of my students knew how to shoot guns. Now, most of them have never touched a gun in their life. They'll come to my class, and here's the story they tell me. I don't like guns. <laughs> I don't want a gun. I never thought I would own a gun. But it's gotten to the point, the world is at the point where I feel I no longer have a choice. It's like a life or death issue. You know the rioting um, you know the crime all of that the attitudes random attacks those people are wise to get trained and get armed but that's that's where we are folks it's where we are personally my feeling my gut feeling is that Donald Trump is going to win the 2020 election. But he might not. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like, how far gone are we? That's the question that I have. How far gone are we? And we're not going to know until November 4th or whenever. So, hey. My encouragement to you see I don't have to encourage the far left to speak out why is that <laughs> because you can't shut them up okay they're loud they're bold they're proud the far right why why aren't you guys saying anything is it possible that you should be ashamed of yourself I'm not I'm not I don't want to be condescending or judgmental but if you shut up, if you don't say anything, 
if you don't exercise your freedom of speech, then maybe you shouldn't have it. Maybe. Freedom's like a muscle, right? You don't exercise it, it atrophies, it weakens, it goes away. Trust me, I know, okay? <laughs> but, uh, you know, before it gets too late, folks, I want you to start speaking out. I know you're afraid. I'm afraid too. But fear is an opportunity for courage. So speak out. Be polite, but speak out. You have to do that. If you don't do that, you're going to lose your freedom. All of us will. And if you lose your freedom, what does that mean? It means your kids lose their freedom, your grandkids lose their freedom. Well, you know, once you lose the freedom, how do you get it back? You have to fight for it. Physically fight for it. But we don't have to do that. And who's going to be fighting for it? It's not going to be you and me. We're old. Okay? It's going to be 20, 30 years from now when your kids and your grandkids are going to be fighting and dying for it. Stand up and say, this is what I think. It's okay to have an opinion and to voice an opinion. This is still America, but it won't be America if you shut up. Okay, well, <laughs> it's hunting season. If it stops raining, I'm gonna go out there shoot another deer today. And for all you animal rights activists out there, <laughs> Have fun eating tofu, okay? But I'm going to have venison. And uh, I respect you a little bit. Um, but uh, I certainly respect your views. But I'm going to go shoot Bambi. Uh, you know, got them out, drag them back, cook them, eat them, all that good stuff. And maybe I'll write a book. In the meantime, check out our sponsors, firearmslegal.com slash Midwest Tactical. Get protected legally and politically, okay? And then uh, check out Centershot Indoor Gun Range, centershotgunrange.com, where it's always a perfect 70 degrees. It's getting cold out there, so you might want to think about that. All right, this is Skip Coriel on Home Defense Show. Awesome, nice little talk with you. Think about it, take it to heart. Next week, maybe we'll talk about something a little more fun. All right, I will see you next week with more good stuff. See you later. Thank you for joining us this week on The Home Defense Show. Now, get out there and protect the ones you love. We'll see you next week with more of the best in home defense. Bye-bye, boys! Have fun storming the castle!